go on the internet, watch TV, read newspapers. I hate this place, a geographical oddity. Two weeks from everywhere. No television. What do you do? You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. He must have had on some really nice pants. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and joining me tonight from across the world wide web, the man himself, Sean Mackey. Sean, what is <laughs> What's up? What's up? I'm in such a good mood. Welcome back to the program. I'm excited. Yeah. It's good to be back this week. It's always good to be, be a recurring guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love my role. Need to update also, my LinkedIn. <laughs> also joining us from the other end of the bandwidth, the mustache. It keeps growing stronger. We've seen exponential growth in the last uh, five days. It's strong. We got uh, the other, the other man, the other, the third wheel on this podcast tricycle. The other guest host, recurring guest on the show. Rudy Rudolph. Rudy, what's going on? What's up, boys? What's good? I saw this, uh, I was out the other day and I saw this guy had a mask on and I could see his hair underneath the mask coming through and I thought it was a beard at first, Uh but as I watched him talking, it was actually a full bushed out mustache. Uh (laughs) Kind of what I'm going for, going down to the chin, you know? Just sticking sticking out of the mask? Yeah. Over your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of goals? That's kind of goals where I'm looking at. That's, um, that's flames. That's flames. <laughs> yeah. If you let it grow down like past your chin, could you get like the Fu Manchu going on, Rudy, or what? <laughs> I can't really tell. Ooh. I think I have a bald patch there, but I could, you know, that's what Sharpies are for. Uh, <laughs> that's what the winter's for. Bit. You're just going to be cooped up in the house on quarantine anyway. Yeah. I'm getting sick of the word quarantine. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. I hate all of the nobody's words. really quarant- nobody's really quarantined. It's I just don't like- think anybody's actually quarantined. It's just the thing we're ta- still talking. And about. Everyone checks in with each other. Are you quarantining? Yes, yes. Let's. Yeah. My dad Let's asked me an it. interesting question the other day, and it was like, you know, last year at this time, if someone had said to you the word social distancing, what would you have thought they were talking about? Oh, that's a good question. Social distancing. I was like, I thought it was like something with like a breakup, like you're breaking up with someone. Oh, we're just socially yeah. distancing. I would have thought it was like or you're friends. taking a break from social media. Like, oh yeah, I'm taking. Oh, a, there I'm, you go. I'm distancing from the socials. Social distancing. <laughs> it's like a Christian college kid thing. Yeah, I feel like a year ago though, like we everybody, I don't know. I feel like I've grown in. Um, years i've I've aged in years like 10 years you know you see really? that that meme it's like um you know the last six months has been like 10 years it's you're just that much wiser now no i don't feel wiser uh, I, <laughs> I don't know what i feel it's a weird time you feel yeah, i feel things. the same way sean but like just old like i feel like a retired person <laughs> like i just go I'm in my house. So I'll go like check check out the window, see if anyone's like coming or going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gotta check the bird feeder. Around. You know, check yeah. the mail twice. I, we actually got a bird feeder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I fill nice. it up with bird seed every now and then. Yeah. Do you, it's like, do you have one of those birds. little one of those little books with the like birds bird names in them? And you're like, oh, it's a <laughs> yellow breasted warbler. I haven't seen one of them in the last three weeks. As soon as you look it up, it's gone. Yeah. 
Do you have binoculars? No. A spyglass? <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're right over there. Well, I think it's <laughs> think it's time we just move along with the program here. We're going to kick things off with our uh, critically acclaimed segment, Oh. the widely lauded uh, top-of-the-chart segment, Damage, Damage Control. Damage Control. Damage Control. I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Very good looking, I'm not attractive. All right. As long as you're willing to admit that now. This is the segment where we uh, apologize for mistakes made. And boy, we have a doozy. <laughs> I uh, uploaded the podcast missing the last 20 minutes of the podcast last week. So anyone who like any of our like very like loyal listeners who jumped right on it and were listening to the podcast from the jump, like as soon as it dropped, they missed out on you know exclusive content. It just we're sorry, Austin. Yeah, it just cut out <laughs> for real. It just cut out right away, uh, sort of you know about the fifty minute mark, and so they're missing. They, they missed the prime the prime content oh. experience of us talking about uh, City of Angels, the, the Nick oh, Cage the Meg Ryan movie. Maybe that was a good thing they missed that. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I think that was a highlight from uh, last week's podcast, for sure. Well, thank you, thank you, uh, interns, for, you know, making that uh, that mistake into a teachable moment. Yes, yes, we were able to teach them, teach them a lesson. We uh, we rationed their food. They're on a strict bread and water diet now. So. <laughs> they only let them out for uh, for exercise every other day rather than once a day now. If you're listening, interns, I'll DoorDash you some Chipotle. It'll be okay. Sean, you're the one that's supposed as the uh, VP of Business Development for Loose Concept. You're the one that's supposed to be handling uh, the interns and their behavior, and you're just really yeah, dropping the ball. I'm sorry. You can demote. You me You can't now. be their friend and their boss, Sean. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine line. You should go develop business somewhere else. Just kidding. <laughs> We need to. We need some official titles. If Sean's the VP of Business and Development, Rudy, you're the. Uh, I don't know what you would be, Chief Marketing Officer. No, I don't want to be that. I want to be the. <laughs> hmm. The Duke of of Deals. The Duke yeah. of Deals. Like I want to be head. What of... deals are we doing? <laughs> yeah, ad deals. All those ad deals we have going. Ad now. deals. Oh yeah. But since you're listening and you're a a Patreon subscriber, you don't have to listen to those ads. I want to be I want to be head of podcast relations. (laughs) Okay, you're the uh, (laughs) PR man. PR, yeah. VP of PR, podcast relations. The VP PR, (laughs) the PR VP, the PR VP, and I'll just be the the glue man. Hold this show together. (laughs) Glue man group. Glue VP man, of Glue, Glue Man Group. We should have called the podcast that Glue Man Group. <laughs> Ooh, that has legs. It's just instead of guy, three guys painting themselves blue, it's three guys just like covering themselves in Elmer's wood glue. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Some good uh, ad spots. That so could be all, good. Like we're all just much white, love? white and gooey. You know how much people love like taking glue off their fingers? People love that. Yeah, people love that. Our kids, well, kids love that. That could be our thing. You know. Just pour glue all over people. And we pour <laughs> glue on ourselves and let people come pick it off of us. Oh. Ooh, this is 
to get their thrills. Where are we going? Where are yeah. we? <laughs> let's, let's bring it back. This we're, is electric. We're, we're diving in a pit of glue. Don't worry. I'll, I'll edit this part out. No Please. one's gonna. No one's gonna steal that prime business idea. You never edit this stuff out. That's some. That's some. Uh, <laughs> some fuego IP right there. So yeah, damage control. Sorry, but also not sorry. That's what we call bonus content. <laughs> so if you are one of these people that re-listens to each podcast, you got a full twenty minutes of bonus content. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Wonder wonder what percentage of our damage controls actually end in us saying you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, we meant to do that. Probably, probably too many. Hey, we're like a bunch of cats, you know? We just always land on all four feet. That's us. We're like a piece of toast. We always land jelly side up. <laughs> many many people are saying loose concept is just the toast of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> the toast of conceptual oh, no, movie podcasts. Are you interpreting people saying loose concept is toast? <laughs> are, we, uh, are we pivoting yes. away from that? Just trying to look at the bright side. Yeah, let's uh let's keep this train rolling. We gotta keep this train rolling. We're gonna talk about next up, we have the trailer of the week. This trailer was oh, yeah. uh was brought to my attention by a friend of the program, Nick Jarrett. Nick's uh, brought us some some movie trailer gold in the past and uh Ladies and gentlemen, he delivered again. Oh, this yeah. week's this week's trailer is for the upcoming to be released on the seventeenth oh. of November. If the movie theaters are still open, then maybe it's going right to on demand. I don't know. Fat man. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've lost my influence. Maybe it's time I retired the coat. You still have it. Some kids with a deer rifle put two holes in the sleigh, one in me. All I have is a loathing for a world that's forgotten. The United States military would like to procure your services. This is a one-time deal, gentlemen. How are you, Mike? Nicole and the kids are well, I hope. Where are you? What's the job? I'd like you to kill Santa Claus. This is what people actually think of me. Christmas is a farce. I am a joke. What's the purpose of your visit? Hunting. I'm gonna kill some things. There is a rising number of our youth making poor decisions. What the big man's head? Severed heads rot, they mold. They don't want his beard. I'm not shaving off a dead man's beard. Hey, whoa. Oh, that's Donner. Lucky it wasn't Blitzer should tear your package clean off. That's a weird title. Yeah, Fat, Fat Man. Man. So Fat Man is a uh, is upcoming uh, action comedy thriller starring uh, the uh, somewhat problematic Mel Gibson as uh, Santa Claus, who must contend with a hitman sent from a disappointed child. So, uh, dude. You have to watch this trailer because that description does not do it justice at all. Like this trailer, you watch the first half <laughs> of this trailer, you, you don't you don't realize it's Santa Claus for the first half of the trailer. You're like, yeah. what is going on? 
<laughs> you think it's just like Liam Neeson style, like old dude getting revenge and he has guns or right. something. Yeah. I feel like that's a genre now, just old man revenge. For story. real. For real, yeah. though. It is. But but this this trailer, like the first the only thing I could like compare it to in my mind, like a metaphor, is like Old Town Road. Like it's this weird <laughs> crossover of like Billy Ray know, Cyrus. Super weird themes that I think are gonna go so well together. The trailer so is so awesome. crazy, it just might work. Opposites. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what got me was like the little kid in like halfway through the trailer. I was like in with it and I was like, Okay, this would be cool, like <laughs> and then the whole like you know what I feel like it's gonna drive the whole movie is this this like I don't know privileged teen who gets coal and I just was like that's where we're going with this I don't know <laughs> it was selling me until that point and then so as soon as as soon as a child wonky. shows up anywhere you're out of the picture you're done yeah classic it looks classic a little wonky Sean. just leaving children behind everywhere. But it's, it's Mel Gibson, and he's like, he's B.A., man. Like, what's not to love? Yeah, I mean, what's the deal with Mel Gibson? Like, are, is he still, like, are, are we, is everyone still out on Mel Gibson? Is he still just, like, rehabilitating I still can't get over image? the Beaver movie. I mean, yeah, that's weird. I'm not out on Mel Gibson. Yeah, but he had, like, some uh, some uh, troubles, I guess. Yeah. When was that? Back in maybe 2004 or something. Two thousand ago. How, how long was this year? Does this year count as 10 years? Then it would yeah. be like 30 years ago. Was it 30 years ago? Well, I'm saying if the COVID year of 2020 is 10 years, then it would be uh, probably 20 to 30 years <laughs> ago. Classic. Now, I think, I want to say it was it was around like 2004 or so, 2005. So, like, yeah, I guess 15 years ago, he kind of uh, went bananas. So did Kanye. And turned into a beaver. I don't know if he's he's back fully or not. If he's fully rehabilitated, rehabilitated the image or not. But if y'all are saying yes, then I'm all in. Let us know. I'm out. Let on us this. know if we should cancel Mel or not. If he's or if he's uncanceled. I feel like the jury's still out. So you're out on it, Sean. Not feeling the yeah. Vibe? I'm out on this movie. Wow. No, no, no love for true high class cinema. Apparently. Yeah. Elite artistry. What about you guys? Oh, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in too. Sign me up. Okay. I'd watch this. I don't know if I'd go into a theater to watch this. That's going to be the real question. I don't. I don't know if I'd pay twenty dollars on Amazon to watch this. But I definitely, yeah, you know, weird. after when it comes out, I'll definitely like forget about it for like three or four years, and then it'll, I'll like, it'll pop into my head because I'll be on Mel Gibson's IMDb page, and I'll like look it up on some like <laughs> illegal streaming site and watch it. Yeah, this could also, this is also very in danger of being a movie where the trailer is much better than the movie, and you get to yeah. the movie and you're like, uh, this sucks. Yeah, so the trailer is a little long, maybe revealing a little too much, but. I, at the same time, you're like, if you if they didn't reveal that much, you sort of are watching it, and you're like, why is why is uh, why is this movie called Fat Man? This guy's not even fat. Fat man. Kind of would have liked to see Mel pack on some pounds for this, though. <laughs> Can you imagine? Christian Bale. Four four hundred pound uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, you know what I forgot to do. <laughs> what? Check the email. Yeah. Check the check oh, the Pony Express. Check that. Live on air with Ryan Seacrest. Pony Express is empty. 
Aww. It was a short week. It was, it was not, not a lot of lo- time for turnaround. Miss, yeah. miss hearing those hoof prints off in the distance. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. Not a lot of time. Not a lot of time. But uh, that's okay. It gives us more time to get into our feature film of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are just rolling right along. We are rollicking through this podcast right now. Just at a, at a magnificent clip. It's, many people are saying we've really dialed this down to a science. We're just crushing episodes, <laughs> cranking episodes out left and right. But uh, You know it. It's time for our feature film of the week. Uh, Sean, we'll let you do the honors. What are we discussing this week? We are discussing the classic Italian job. The remake of the Italian job. <laughs> yeah, the 2003 release of Ita- the Italian job. Yeah, when you say the, when you proceed it with the classic, it makes you think like the classic version. No one's seen the original. Uh, some people have seen the original. I've seen the original. Okay. You're only supposed to okay, blow the bloody it. doors off. I think I think you're one of ten people. Okay. The heist was perfect. Go. The only threat was the one they never saw coming. There's no way you can go. We won't find you. On May 30th. Took my father from me. I'm taking this. They're not in it for the pay. Just blew the element of surprise. Surprise? They're in it. I don't do, dog. What happened? I had a bad experience. For the payback. What happened to my truck? You know, this is not Sorry about the gold. Whatever helps you sleep at night, sweetheart. The Italian job. Yeah! Got the Holy Spirit. Ready PG-13. Starts Friday, May 30th. This movie was like uh, solely responsible for, uh, and back when I was like 11 years old, I thought the Mini Cooper was the coolest car you could possibly have. Same, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much just because of this movie. Yeah. It was it was like my dream car. We had the... Like elementary school. We had this PlayStation 1 video game that was uh, the Italian job, but it, the video game was based off the original, the, the like the original movie, the Michael Caine original the classic Italian job, some people might say. <laughs> and uh, man, I played that played that video game into the ground. Just awesome. Yeah, awesome I was trying to game. remember if I had it. Did you have it for GameCube? No, I had PlayStation One. We were poor. PlayStation so One. We didn't have anything. I think I had this. I think I had the system. remake uh, video game for like GameCube. Classic. Good movie good video game. released in 2003 the italian job is a uh, heist action crime thriller after being betrayed and left for dead in italy charlie croker and his team plan an elaborate gold heist against their former ally uh, it's starring mark Wahlberg, donald sutherland edward norton charlize theron jason statham seth green the artist formerly known as Moss Def, Yasin Bey, uh, just, you know, murderer's row characters here. Um, but yeah, Sean, why don't you, since it's one of your favorites, why don't you kick us off? Best part about the movie. Yeah, I think um, going with my my usual uh, comments about the, the dialogue, I thought it has such um, quotable phrases. Mm. Um, some of them sort of... I had a bad experience by left ear. I had um, a bad don't trust, experience. Yeah. Don't trust the devil inside. So I think just when you rewatch this movie, if, if you love it, it just reinforces those, you know, very uh, viral phrases. And then also I think just has some of the best uh, chase scenes uh, and yeah. sort of modern 
action movie uh, world, the um, Mini Cooper chase through L.A. and and the sewer system. Yeah. Um, you know, like you, Elijah, it made me want to get a Mini Cooper for probably a straight decade. Um, and then <laughs> it t- um, took a while for me to realize that Mini Coopers are actually really lame cars. Yeah, I was like, and then when I was actually about to buy a car, I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna pass. Then I saw Fast and Furious, and I realized how sweet American muscle cars are. Yeah. And then Nissan Skyline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then that, you know, the boat uh, chase scene through Venice is just iconic. Mm. Um, So... Well, that ties into into my best, actually, because I I have that boat chase as, as the best part about this movie. And I know it's early on. So it's sort of, but it sets the tone for the whole movie. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's electric. I can remember being, I can remember being like a really young kid. When did this come out? Yeah. 2003? How old was I in 2003? I was in like third or fourth grade. It's 2020. Oh, 2003, I was, I was 10 years old. Yeah. So this movie's PG-13. My parents were responsible. They didn't let me watch it, but they let me watch the boat scene. <laughs> I remember watching this this boat chase scene and just being blown away, thinking this was the coolest thing of all time. And, uh, yeah, pretty life-changing. And then uh, Bond ripped it off. I, don't, I think it was in uh, maybe Quantum of Solace, there's a boat chase, where you sort of same yeah, same thing, right. but it's just not the same. This has, like, it's through Venice, through it, so it's these, like, tight little, like, it's basically a car chase in boats. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's awesome. So good, it's great. Isn't there a boat chase in Doctor No too? Could be, could be. I'm not as up with my old old Check James Bond movies. Um, and that's tied. The boat chase is tied with Most Def for me. He's great in this. Yes, freaking love Most Def. Yeah, yes. One of my favorite that's- rappers. Great performance. Yeah. He looks incredible. The line delivery is great. That character is like. I don't know. I think he's the funniest character in the movie. There's so many great, you know, just moments. The whole, like where they're going to meet skinny Pete and he's like, like like staring, (laughs) but trying not to to stare. It's just so perfect. Such a good scene. He is. He's really great. Need even more movies, dude. Yes. Yeah. Yasin Bay. Do more movies. Yasin. Let's go. Come on. Make it happen. That was the thing. I didn't realize why his career in acting didn't really take off. Maybe he just didn't want any other roles, but it's a strong performance. He's sort of of underground now. His last appearance was in uh, Tour de France in 2016. I don't know know who watched that, but he's also notably in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It was, I think, his other biggest... Biggest appearance, but yeah, most deaf slash Yasin Bay do more movies. Yeah, he's right there, man. That's uh, mine is generally the cast. I thought this was one of the best cast movies. Charlie Theron, yeah, crushes it. Ed Norton is the bad guy. Love it. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Marky, I can't get enough of him. <laughs> but yeah, I thought most deaf is most deaf a great part of this movie. It's kind of, it's kind of, you did there. It's kind of like, like a football team playing with their like, uh, their quarterback on the rookie contract, so that they have yeah. can, can like get all these other like stars. And it's like right. they got all these people at the right time before they really like launched into the stratosphere. Where mm-hmm. you know now to have Jason Statham in your movie, like you can't afford to have like 
any other great actors in your movie. Right. Or like, mm-hmm. unless you're making a Fast and Furious. But between Wahlberg, Theron, Statham, Sutherland, Edward Norton, like these guys, none of these guys would be like, you know, doing the bit parts that they are in this this movie right. anymore. But they got them, they like made this movie at just the right time where they could get all these people for like, and still have, you know, money left over to throw at like Seth Green, who was actually pretty popular, I think, at the time when this yeah. came out. More yeah. to come on him later. Yeah. Ooh. Let's do some foreshadowing. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> well, let's flip it to worst. Sean, we'll go back to you. What do you got for the worst part of the movie? So the worst part, which it's, you know, it shows you how uh, um, good I think this movie is. The aging of technology is just very evident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With the laptops and the, the Bluetooth headsets and the cell phones, like the little Nokias. Um, I think it was just... It wasn't really even the worst part. It's just like kind of laughable that, you know, it's just funny to see back then, you know, the type of um, technology they have to use that we have like in a in an iPhone now yeah. with like laser, <laughs> you know, the, you know, iPhone that just came out, you know, today. It has like the LiDAR that it was sort of using uh, that they were using at the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, it looked like the were... scan of the house was the same scan they used in Italy. <laughs> Right, like the scene. Yeah. Of, it's like they just, so it's just repurposed like, that graphic. Yeah, it was just Probably funny. To, was. I mean, it was definitely made in 2003. You could see, but everything else looked. You know, the cars, the Mini Cooper, still looked good. But it was just funny to kind of see how dated the technology was here and there. Yeah, there's a lot of like tech talk too. That's like a little yeah. like okay. Ugh. Where they're just like so talking about the, the algorithm. Oh, I put in my own algorithm to change the stoplights. <laughs> right. And he's just like rattling off random names of his like stereo and stuff. Like some of that yeah. tech guy stuff. I mean, it, they still do it in movies today. So it's not like they really passed it. But yeah, yeah I wonder. Be like machine learning. I wonder how long it takes for a movie like this to become like a period piece. You know, like we look back at these like movies from the 70s so fondly. It's like, ah, oh, the 70s. Yes. You know, the golden age of like spy right. thrillers or whatever but like when are we going to start looking back on the 2000s fondly be like oh yes the 2000s <laughs> very stylish we already did that harry met sally yeah it was funny to kind of there's a little nostalgia yeah. i mean it is 17 years ago rudy what do you have it's for the starting. worst part <clears throat> yeah so not to uh go against sean but my worst part involves a chase scene uh so i'm fine with mini coopers they're cool <clears throat> I like the. Oh no! I like using them for their purpose, but I thought the here comes worst part car was, guy Rudy. The worst part was Mr. Uh, Mustang. <laughs> the worst part was the final face-off between uh, Steve and Charlie. Yeah, where <laughs> Steve's uh, is, yeah. Steve's in a helicopter. <laughs> it's like he's chasing Charlie in a Mini Cooper, and it's like, first of all, what are you gonna do to him? Like, it's like a dog chasing a car. Like, he doesn't have any guns on the helicopter, so what's he gonna do Once to him? Once you find yeah. him, what are you gonna do? And also, Steve's not even driving the helicopter; he's yeah. just like sitting in the passenger seat. So yeah. it's just kind of like, it's just kind of lame. And yeah. I don't know. I thought it was stupid. It's like it builds up to this big like face off and that's the move the there off. was to make it so that like steve like rips the controls out of the pilot's hand or something to like yes. take to like drive it himself and he's gonna like kamikaze it into you know yes. mark Wahlberg or yes. something like yeah. 
Because it's sort of like hints at that, but then it's also, you know, at the same time, that pi- there's no way that pilot is driving, un- like, no matter how much money he's getting paid or how dedicated <laughs> he is, he's not driving that helicopter under an overpass. Yeah, he's going to lose his license. For this dweeb guy with the <laughs> bad mustache next to him. Elijah, do you remember that part in the video game where you, it's like this big, you know, in old video terms, like the boss and... At this part of the video game, you have to sort of defeat the helicopter. And I so was, no no I had the I had the one for the original Italian Job with Michael Caine oh. from like the seventies. That's the video wow. game. I, they made a P- okay. PlayStation. So that wasn't in there. Yeah, I think it was Rockstar Games actually made this this game, and uh, yeah, okay, it was of the the Michael Caine version, not the Mark gotcha. Wahlberg one. So. But that was just like an anticlimactic like boss scene because you're just like, oh, I just have to drive around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not um, great, not great. That's valid, Rudy. Uh, my worst scene is the uh, the romance between uh, Mark Wahlberg and Charlize Theron. There is it Theron. I think I've said it three different ways. Theron. Theron. I never Theron. Know. Like Veyron. Rudy says Theron. I'm just gonna say Theron. Charlize. I would say Theron. Between Marky Mark, the the relationship between Marky Mark and Charlize, it's very, it's not believable at all. There's like absolutely zero chemistry there. She is like, I think she's like four inches taller than him, I want to say, which, you know, is fine. Like some people are into that, but probably not Charlize in this role, I'm just going to say. So I don't know. I know it's funny. You always, when you rewatch this movie, you kind of forget that they, are together at the end because they don't have a whole lot of chemistry throughout. There's not a lot of scenes of them together. It's just like, where did this come from? You know? Yeah. Oh, he walked in on her opening a safe in her skivvies. But he also like broke into her room. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, is is Mark Wahlberg, is a Charlie Kroger Kroger getting me too'd in 2020? (laughs) I don't know. Gotta think. Yes. Gotta think yes. Let's pivot to cut a scene out of scene. This is the part of the show where we cut a scene out of the movie and add another scene into the movie for all our new listeners out there. The podcast is growing so rapidly at this pace. We just have thousands and thousands of new listeners every episode. So, uh, you know. I was going to question why we keep doing this, but that makes sense. Yeah, I just have to explain it for all the new listeners out there. But, uh, Sean, we'll start with you again. Cut a scene out of scene. Cut something out for us here. You know, Ed Norton plays a good Steve, but I just want a little less of the cringe factor of Boo, Steve. Boo, more cringe. Um, and then I want more in that place. Because I feel like the the middle hour of the movie, it's like almost a two-hour movie, the first 20 or 30 minutes is fire with the um, you know boat scenes. The last 30 to 40 minutes is fire with... You know, the Mini Cooper chasing. But the middle hour is a lot of, I mean, probably sort of character development, kind of plot of trying to prepare for this heist. But I want, like, another car um, chase scene to get the materials that they need for the heist. So I think, you know, I would add, like, a scene where he goes to Skinny Pete and he, you know, has to find out where these materials are. And then he has to steal them. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, would pick up the pace in the middle of the movie where you're just kind of a little bit i mean it's an action movie and the middle hour doesn't have a lot of action so that's it was more skinny pete 
Yes. Yes. Skinny Pete. Are we all adding that? Is that what the, the ad is here? Because I'm adding more Skinny Pete. No, I got something a little bit different. Uh, okay, go ahead. So for cutting a scene, I feel like the whole Ukrainian arc didn't really. <laughs> it, I felt like that was didn't kind of duct taped onto it. Yeah, it wasn't like a vital part of the movie. The it just kind of like, you know, it was kind of like what uh, the way the means by which Steve is finally destroyed, <laughs> but I, which I liked. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was kind of dumb. Like they could have done a different thing, and it, it was so unnecessary. Like all the every shot that they went to the Ukrainian guy, it is. You know, his metals plant. Yeah, what, the waste. <laughs> what is the impl- implication there that he's gonna like crush that guy in the golf cart or like? <laughs> I don't know what, what is going on. I don't know. I really don't know. And I don't know what he does to Steve either. I mean, he, maybe. Yeah. Him, what happens to Steve? <laughs> yeah. So, cutting that out, and in his place, I'm adding right at the end of the movie, the current end of the movie, where they get all of the Mini Coopers on the train filled with the gold bars. I want Wrench to pull a gun on everybody and say, I'm taking these cold bars. And then they do the whole movie over again. And it's a four-hour movie. Or part two. Part two. Wrench. Dumbest nickname in the movie? I think, I Most think Jack guy. <laughs> Most yeah. Jack guy with the dumbest nickname. Wrench. Call me Wrench. Wrench. Yeah, that's kind of a question that I had. is like, What's Wrench's workout routine? Because I don't think you get that Jack just by working on cars. In real life, Charlize is totally ending up with Wrench instead of Mark oh, Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For Did sure. you guys notice that when Wrench was working on that Ferrari in his shop, it's on like one of those lifts that goes all the way in the air, but he's like going under it and the girl like laying on his back. Going under it. <laughs> so, just, so stupid. Rudy, you should know of, you know, of all people. It's just a, a classic uh, car guy move. You got to go under the car <laughs> on the back. On one of those rolly dolly things. Well, uh, as Sean mentioned, the movie is almost two hours, which, as you know, is at least 30 minutes too long. So I'm doing a, doing a couple chops here. I'm chopping off the uh, first scene with uh, the cringe phone call from Donald Sutherland to uh, Charlize while she's in bed. Not That, that, that scene sucks. Daddy! Yeah. Are you yeah. pay, are you with your parole officer? It's just like, <laughs> and he's like, ho, 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 I'm sending it to you from the store. Yeah, I fired him. You can't fire your parole officer. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. That was a good Donald Sutherland. Good. <laughs> Thanks. I've been practicing it all week. <laughs> uh, at yeah, I'm cutting that out. I think, and like the whole scene following that with like. You know, Marky Mark and him, and they're like doing their little father son routine. That can get cut out. Pretty much like any bonding scene with uh, <laughs> Charlie and Donald Sutherland, Mark Wahlberg and Donald, Donald Sutherland. There is like seems to me is just like essential. I think you can get that vibe across in the other scenes, like during the heist and stuff. You can just sort of like communicate that they have this, you know, long relationship, and it's just like a few lines here or there could fix that. So I'm cutting that out. That gives me a few minutes back. I'm cutting out the helicopter under the overpass scene. Just sort of like a dumb way, to, dumb way to end it. Just find some way for Edward Norton to transfer from the helicopter to the car. You know, there's really, I know they wanted to get that like sick shot of the helicopter brushing against the car and stuff, but like, just yeah. just kind of dumb. So I'm cutting that I out, see that. and uh, I'm adding in more uh, Skinny Pete. We need more Skinny Pete yes, in this movie. Skinny. Let me just read you a little something from uh, IMDb on the, the actor that plays Skinny Pete. 
Skinny Pete Please is played do. by a, a man named Gaudy, spelled G-A-W-T-T-I, a.k.a. Gaudy. King Folsom. He's a member of the Booyah tribe. What? A crew of five brothers and a cousin who are former gangsters turned rappers slash musicians. Oh. <laughs> I love the rapper slash And we only have, we only have this guy in two scenes. He's incredible. About his life. He's humongous. Yeah. yeah. Give me the, the, the I want a documentary about him. Yeah, the gaudy biopic. This guy's this guy's <laughs> He's incredible. My hero. I loved his girlfriend too. <laughs> She's so encouraging. I was just gonna say that was so great. encouraging. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Go relax. Was, Go relax. <laughs> Go relax. <laughs> I love the second time he says that when they're like literally relaxing on the couch. Yeah. He's like, Go relax. <laughs> I would love an undercover boss episode with Skinny Pete running that golf <laughs> empire. <laughs> I'm trying to dress up to look not like Skinny Pete. <laughs> He's just like, just hey, running, running, running his top golf there. So, uh, what's going on? With, so you, what's your story? <laughs> you have to um, refill been, these balls later. Or? You've been working here you for a while. The balls. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Everyone's like, "Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea who he was." <laughs> he like at the end, he peels off his fake mustache. Oh, it's Skinny Pete! What? And gives everybody a scholarship for University of Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it is. It is. That's That'd so be the best. That's so on point. Yeah. So we're putting uh, we're putting more Skinny Pete, Skinny Pete in this. I want to see Skinny Pete in action. <laughs> Give me a scene where he's, you know, maybe Skinny Pete driving a car. What kind of car does he drive? Yeah. I don't know, like a big Mini truck. Cooper. A big, <laughs> big truck. Yeah, maybe he's in the Mini Cooper. What do I don't know. Could be anything. Sign me up. Sign me up. So I'm just adding. He drives a, a Ford F-350. <laughs> Probably. Car of choice. Probably. Or like a Lambo. A G-Wagon. The yeah, G-Wagon. Maybach. There's lots of options here. He could be in any of those. But uh, yeah, more Skinny Pete. So I don't really care what you have him doing, but he just needs to be in more in this movie. Um, Love it. So that's my add a scene. Let's, uh, let's keep rolling here. Let's get into uh, recast a role. Rudy, since you, uh, as per usual, did a little foreshadowing on your recast, why don't we start with you? Yeah, dog. Dude, as Coming soon as Seth, Seth Green... Green? As soon as Seth Green appeared on the on the film, as soon as he appeared on the screen, it's like this guy's this guy's getting cut. He is <laughs> such he is such an annoying I actor. Agree. He is so annoying. It's just like he can't. I understand he's yeah. like playing the geeky guy, but he like he's just uh, every scene with him stinks. Just Except crazy. for the scene where he like exclaims in the middle of the airport, and he's like, "Oh, it's that Holy Spirit, man!" <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, was, that was a good. That was a good. But he's well, just the worst. So he's getting axed, and in wow. his place to play a nerdy computer genius guy. He just started his career around this time. This movie was uh, made. I'm going with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, a really geeky Joseph Gee, Gordon-Levitt with glasses. That's just kind of like you know, out of place, and he's like young and like a millennial, and just you know, but yeah. not as annoying. That'd as be Green. good. I, I think like you could deliver. I dig it. I dig it. I don't know. Is he too young? What's the age like there? I have no idea. I don't the hate it. I have movie. to like look up the ages. I just 
I usually just wing it. That's nah, all right. Yeah, no, no need to do further research. Okay, where mine? Mine is Seth Green as well. Ooh, um, another option. But I'm, I'm, uh, I'm taking the role um, that Justin Bartha plays in National Treasure, one of Elijah's favorite movies. Oh yes, because he plays that role so well. I'm just gonna take Justin Bartha um, and put him in. Italian job is Lyle. He's the same character. No, he the should be. Character. He should be Riley and Italian yeah. job. Yeah, I guess he this is Riley. how he got his start. I love that. Yeah, I love that name. I think that idea in, has legs. In the, in the cross world universe of the Italian job and National Treasure, live in the same world. That actually it actually ties into my recast because I I do want all movies to uh, have crossover and. Uh, um, continuity throughout them so uh one of my recasts is i'm having uh justin timberlake in this movie for two seconds as uh sean fanning stealing the uh yeah um, oh yeah the napster. napster usb drive there just like two two seconds of justin timberlake i mean what does that cost you like twenty thousand bucks you can make that happen i love yeah, that definitely it's worth it that. oh that's good well while we're talking about the cast can we talk about the names of the cast members for a second because it's got some of the best names you got What's his name? Left ear. Left ear. He's got handsome, handsome, Rob. handsome Rob. That's awesome. The and Napster. Then have, and then you have Steve. <laughs> like Steve. Steve. How is Steve? Like Steve's not a not a bad guy name. It's just Charlie. Like, it's like your mailman. Steve. Steve. And Stella. Steve. <laughs> Skinny Pete. But wait, there's more. I got more recasts coming for oh, you. Oh, sorry. Here. Oh wow! <laughs> Instead of uh, Donald Sutherland, he's coming out. He's getting pulled out of this movie. Start, sorry, Donald. We're putting in yeah, Michael Caine from Ooh. the Italian Job, oh. the original Italian Job. He's uh, maybe he's not the, playing the same character as he does in the original Italian Job, but you know, just sort of like a little nod to the past there. Why not? You know, I like that. Sneak it Why in not? there, and then a uh, little little tip of the hat. This is what we have here for the uh, the Mac Daddy of the recasted role. My uh, my centerpiece, the uh, the finishing <laughs> move, if you will. In for Mark Wahlberg, Jerry Butler. No. What? Yep. No. <laughs> yep. The goat, the B movie action star goat, Jerry Butler. He would ruin this. No, he would make it way better. He's way funny. Better. He's really funny. He is, an, he is just an electric actor. He's got, I don't know, he's just magnetic. I love Jerry. Huge Gerard, Gerard guy. <laughs> but would he be as believable when he's shooting the basketball with his gigantic <laughs> biceps? He'd be terrible. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. Very true. It's a key he, scene. However, he's 6'2", which is, you know, a good four inches taller than Charlize. So it, I think that aspect would be more more believable. And yeah, uh, sure. it would, he would also be more believable as that character because um, he probably stays up past 7 o'clock at night. And we all know Mark Wahlberg does not stay up past <laughs> 7 o'clock at night. He's got to be up at 4 to golf. So, yeah, exactly. So all those night scenes of Charlie Croker hanging with the boys, playing basketball, chilling on rooftops, doing all this stuff at night, just not plausible because we all know Mark Wahlberg is in bed by 7 o'clock. So that's that was my final recast. I was trying to find a way to have Nick Cage in this. Could he play Handsome Rob? 
I'm not going to say no. Could he play Steve? <laughs> I'm also not going to say no. But uh, definitely play Steve. The potential for you know Nick Cage just going around <laughs> like seducing like women because he thinks he's like the coolest, most handsome guy. <laughs> if there's anything I've learned from the 30 episodes that we've done so far, it's that Nick Cage can be. He any could movie. be in any movie. You can see him really <laughs> in any movie playing pretty much he any role. He should be in any movie also. Boo. Yeah, I mean, you go down the list here. He could have been any of these. He could have been Steve. He could have been Lyle. He could have been Left Ear. He could have been Charlie. Like he could have been Handsome Rob. Like he could have been. You could even like reasonably say he could play Donald Sutherland's character. He really is just the most versatile actor of all time. <laughs> so, what do I know though? Any uh, any miscellaneous questions? Miscellaneous thoughts? So you know the character Yevin. Now before he buys the bricks from uh uh steve he always goes to like uh infomercial on uh gold i want i want a podcast with yevin on just like (laughs) gold investing because he always has good points he's always you know bringing up some some good selling points but then steve always cuts him off because he's like i'm in the hurry does, well, he, does he bring up any points, or is he like you get the vibes that Yevin's like a big Joe Rogan guy? He just yeah, he listens I, to a lot of Joe Rogan. That's where I got. I was like, he's. He, he, I feel like he'd be a guest on Joe Rogan, but then he would go launch his own gold podcast. Um, but anyway, I just want more of that. Word, I dig it. I dig Word. it. I have two questions. Um, the first is: Is there anything better in a heist movie than like a bunch of guys unzipping things? <laughs> Like just zoop, that, zoop, 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 and then like cocking the gun and like bags, vests, shirts, <laughs> gloves, yeah. zip ties, all of it, cars, of it. you name it, zipping everything up. That's what, that's that's <laughs> it, man. That's the bread and butter. I love um, it. And my second question is: Is there a room full of guys looking at every traffic light in the city at all times? <laughs> I feel like that's a huge waste of manpower. <laughs> every city yeah. has has a room of dudes just. Drinking coffee, reading newspapers, like, and watching the traffic, traffic lights be hacked by criminal criminals, career criminals. <laughs> yeah, it's like air traffic control, but just highways. I don't know. I don't know if that if that occurs. That's, that's the, so D- funny. the DOT, yeah. the Prospect. Department of Transportation. We do have PennDOT in, here in Pennsylvania. I don't know about in the other states. Yeah, I think they have that every state. Yeah, so that's yeah, what I that's what I imagine Pen Dot guys do. They just chill and just watch <laughs> traffic lights switch on and off. They just watch accidents and like, oh yeah, that was just an accident. <laughs> we didn't get hacked. Yeah. Oh, this this makes me think of there was a news story that came out recently about the MTA, the Metro Metropolitan Transit Association, which is like the trains in New York. Yeah. And like going from Westchester in. And there's a story broke that these guys had created. They had built a like bunker within one of the warehouses that had like a couch oh, wow. and a cot and they would go there and they'd watch TV <laughs> and they'd like chill while they were supposed to be working on their shifts. I think <laughs> you got, told, like, that, told that story on the pod before. I remember like deja vu podcast. Oh, deja really? vu. Someone pull, that. someone pull the tape. See if someone it's been said before. Gotta listen to Damage control. Episodes. Da- yeah. We're not 30. This is only episode 28. Okay. We're not, we're still, oh, still in the beginning stages. Yeah. My bad. Stop reading your own press clippings don't, here. Don't get ahead of yourself. Uh, I had so I had some questions. Um, first one is: is this is this peak Mark Wahlberg? 
This like is, is, is this Mark Wahlberg huh. at the, the height of his powers? The only thing about this that limits Mark Wahlberg is like the amount of scenes where he gets to yell at somebody. <laughs> like I think he's he's meant to yell and talk really fast, you know? And like yeah. this movie makes him talk slowly and kind of peacefully and he just doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. He's just not but, like a calm and cool under pressure guy. No. He just likes to be heated. So But like what is what is his peak then? Is it like Lone Survivor? I think Shooter. Shooter and... Uh, I think Shooter's his peak. The other guys. I think those are two of my favorite Mark Wahlberg movies. Uh, Shooter so was 2007, yeah. So Shooter was four years after the Italian job. Yeah, I guess I think that, this I guess was like sense. the beginning of that career of him playing that type of character. That's true. Shooter is after The Departed, too, which I think was another big one. For oh, him. yeah, The Departed. But I think it's this span, this like four-year span. We're going... You know, golden years. Yeah, are you really starting in two thousand? We got Planet of the Apes. He's in oh, uh, yeah. Rockstar. You guys ever seen Rockstar? That's a real trip head trip. Is it with movie. Rain Wilson? No, <laughs> it's kind of like the, the serious. Rocker. Yeah, it's kind of like the serious version of that, but with Mark Wahlberg playing <laughs> the main character. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Yeah, then he's in uh, Invincible, which is a big one. The Departed, Classic. Shooter. Wheel in the night. Contraband was good. Yeah. Ted. Big it big in the game. big in the two thousands and early twenty tens. Uh, Marky Mark. But uh yeah, that was one of my questions. My other question was is uh what stuff does she have to finish up? When she's like he offers to like if she she asks <laughs> if she wants to get a drink and she's like, No, I should probably stay here and finish this stuff up. Like She's just chilling in her room, like practicing to crack that safe, and then she cracks it when he walks in, and then she's like, "I should finish this. You did finish it up, you know." Yeah, it's it wasn't. It's kind of like uh, you know when someone asks you, "Hey, you want to do something?" and they're like, uh, "Oh, I can't do it that night." And you're like, "Oh, well, I didn't say a night." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm uh, washing, busy washing my hair. Like, what what stuff do you have to do? Just just proof again that Charlie's and." And and uh, Marky Mark item. ending up together is just <laughs> unplausible. I don't want any coffee. It keeps me up. It keeps me up. <laughs> it keeps me up. Uh, <laughs> just like an observation, though. But like, I know like we talked about Seth Green not being a Seth Green fan, but like the character Lyle is really just like pulling all the weight for this team. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, everyone. You know, what is everyone, everyone else has doing? Real talent. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he like solves all the problems for them, and then you know Charlie. At the end of the day, Charlie doesn't really do like anything. Like he's kind of unessential. Like other than he brings people together, I guess you need like yeah, he's just a middle. Ocean. He's a middle. Well, isn't manager. he the mastermind behind it? Yeah, he's, a, he's the mastermind. He's a paperclip person. Yeah. Well, it's funny because most deaf. I mean, all he he's just sort of the comedic. Um, no, he's the pyrotechnic. Uh, no, guy. he's the bomb guy. I know. You need a bomb guy. That's an essential. But like role. anybody can be a bomb guy. I mean, it's like, oh, what do we need? To, what do we need to blow up this gate? Uh, C four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I ballistics. It's ballistics. But also, yeah. he's like the most stylish dude. You need a stylish guy. Yeah, and like he 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 does have more than just more uh, talents than just the the pyrotechnics but <laughs> I'm re- just reading some IMDB reviews IMDB reviews here there's one person calls this movie Ocean's 5 <laughs> Ocean's 5 it's kind of oh, a good it description is it is sort of like Ocean's 11 but with only 5 people yeah. what's funny is like wh- why doesn't 
Handsome Rob is supposed to be into real into cars, but he can't fix them. Like, why is Wrench in here? Shouldn't his role be also like? Is Handsome Rob not pulling his weight? He doesn't just fix the cars. cars. He just drives the cars. Yeah. <laughs> Does he say that? I don't think so. But we both. I don't think so. No, we should have. <laughs> he should have. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear our new segment. Cut a line, add a line. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, I like that. Just kidding. All right. Well, let's hit the final segment. Top twenty, Sean. We know it's in yours. It's not in mine, Rudy. Is it in yours? Uh, it's not, but it's it's right there, man. It's like it's right there. It's top. It's probably top twenty movies from the two thousands. Okay. Right? Okay. I feel like that. That's not a very like super long list for me, but word. It's a good movie. Well, boys. It's about that time. Let's wrap it up. We kept this one tight. We we kept this one tight to let next episode have a tight lot of room tactically. To yeah, yeah. Next episode we got a, a real uh, a real uh, feast of an episode, a feast of content <laughs> coming to your ears. It could could be a disaster. It could all fall apart and just be a complete <laughs> mess. That's probably the most plausible outcome. But next week we will be t- will be discussing the uh, you know we we mentioned it briefly here. But we'll be talking about the 2001 heist movie classic. Two heist movies in a re- in a row here. That's Let's makes it go. four or three on the month, including Hell, Hell or High Water. Right? We'll do three yeah. heist movies in a month. Heist movie October. Anyway, Ocean's Eleven. We're breaking it down. It's a classic. It's yes. on. It's in one of my top five, I think. So, uh, yeah. We have a with some special some a guest some or two guests. or three or three what or four who knows there Head may tilt? we may have a few guests we may have a few guests we shall see but uh, stay tuned for that everybody thanks for listening uh, if you have any thoughts on this episode or any previous episodes if you'd like to uh, point out any mistakes we may have made. You'd like to uh, tell us how amazing of a job we're doing and how much you love our podcast? That's accepted too. You can uh, leave a review or rate and subscribe or something on podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can uh, send us an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at looseconceptpod. And uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. We'll talk to you next week. Remember to always keep it loose. Keep it loose. And keep it conceptual. I had a bad experience. Damn it. Do I really look like a guy with a man? You can't handle the truth. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the wood-bearer. How's the pie?